For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey guys, welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. I am so excited to share. Courtney is on the show today. Hi. Courtney is just a badass. Did I say badass on The Tom Ferry Show? Yes. I think I did. Uh, social media coordinator, strategist. She's the one that is just helping me nonstop behind the scenes. Not only do the right thing, post the right way. Mm -hmm. She corrects all of my errors when I spell check everything. And I thought today we would get into the, the master's brain over here and talk about 10 rules for social media to make it more impactful, better results. So at the end of the day, you extend your brand and get the greatest possible reach. So Courtney, we wrote down 10 rules. I really should say you wrote down 10 rules. So let's talk about alt text. Now, obviously this is in relationship to Instagram. Yes. We all want to get a better response on Instagram. We know that Instagram has a tremendous amount of eyeballs and traffic. Mm -hmm. um, so talk specifically about alt text. So alt text is something that will go on your post for Instagram and it will help out with SEO and it will also help out with users who are visually impaired so they can access, um, I guess, your posts at a better quality. So alt text is something that you would add after the fact that you've made your post. You mm -hmm. would then click on like the three buttons at the top. Okay, the three little buttons at the top. At the top yep. right-hand corner, and you would edit alt text, and you just kind of describe what the photo is about. So you're saying this really quickly. So edit alt text means there's you hit the three buttons, then yes. you hit edit, edit. And then you press alt, alt text, text. <laughs> which it'll have, you will see where you can add people that you want to tag, which would be like on the left bottom yep. corner, and then the right bottom corner would have alt text. So then Excellent. once it opens up, it kind of opens up into like a text box mm -hmm. and you would then start using SEO keywords to then describe your photo. So let's say for example, I am taking a photo of a park near, you know, near my home or a mm -hmm. very famous location or a restaurant or mm -hmm. a house for sale. It could be yes. any one of those things. So from a keyword strategy standpoint, this is very important. What, give us some examples of a home for sale. What would be the keywords that either I should be putting in or where should I go to find the best keywords to put in? So you can always Google keywords yes. depending on where your location is. Yep. And you would then put in, let's say if, if it were to be a home that was in Irvine, mm -hmm. you wouldn't put like photo home, you would put Irvine luxury home. Yes. You would then put words that would then describe it, but to the best of your ability so it's not so vague. Yes. So you might put uh, Irvine Luxury Real Estate, you might put, you know, School District of X. Yes. Right? Sort of the key, the key words or phrases that someone would be looking for a mm. property like that. So, so the impact of, of alt text from an SEO standpoint, is it worth the extra steps to hit the three buttons, to hit the edit button, to add in those keywords? Yeah, 100%. Because if you think about it, if someone were to look in Google for mm -hmm. something like this, your keywords could potentially pop up with your posts. Yes. Similar to like if you use SEO words for a blog. Yes. You know, when you type it in on Google, those will then pop up and then it'll show you the top 10 blogs or what yes. have you that are using them. Awesome, so. right? So once again, just a simple SEO hack for you to get your brand out there and be more exposed. Um, let's talk about scheduling tools, right? So many of us right now, you know, they're not blessed to have someone like yourself. They're doing it themselves, just as I've done. No, yeah. You know, and you, no, and of course, you have to correct yeah. all my mistakes. Yeah. But you know, but I'm I'm doing it in real time, mm -hmm. um, and I don't use any of these tools. I just somehow Post. seem to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. um, but there are some great tools. So, what are the one? What's the one or two you recommend, and why? 
So we use Sprout Social for ours. The only reason I really like Sprout Social is because it also gives you reporting mm -hmm. and you could break down the reporting per week, per day, anything. So you can really look into your analytics. Yes. But it'll also schedule out the posts based off timing. It'll give you the best times, anything like that. Okay, so you gave us a lot there. So that's, so one is, you know, should an agent or a lender or an entrepreneur be looking at the analytics of their Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, yeah. should, why should they be looking at that? Because if not, then you could just be posting to a blank audience. Mm -hmm. For example, like if you thought that, well, I'm up at nine o'clock at night, I'm gonna post this listing at nine o'clock at night. It's like, you don't even know if your audience is awake at nine o'clock at yes. night. Yes. You know, so you need to look into that and also to learn your demographic, where your customers are at, yep. where they're clicking on your posts, because it'll also show you if they're clicking on the post link, on the picture, like it'll break down everything for yes. you. So you need to know. Yes, so I will tell you that we meet once a month and we actually just did this, actually recently we did yeah. an Instagram where we were showing in real time how we're looking at the data to make better decisions. Why? Because we want to get our information in front of the most mm. amount of people possible. Yeah. So, so you know, we're going to go deep on this. We've got 10 different points to cover, but I really want to reiterate, this is about you extending your brand and getting in front of your people as often as you can at the right time. So speaking of time, the number three thing you want to talk about was posting times. Yeah. So you got all these charts and we'll be putting it all over the screen, but mm -hmm. if you're listening on audio, Kind of give us an insight on what these charts are so people can figure out what is the optimal time to post. Okay, so usually every six months or so, posting times will change. So mm -hmm. since it's why, a new year. Why is that? Based off of when they start generating content more. So okay. it, it goes based off of all the users thinking of using this platform. Yes. So then it, Instagram or Facebook will then break down their own analytics of when people are posting, mm -hmm. when people are getting the most engagement, and then they make the consensus of when the time would be. Got it. So they change all the time. Mm -hmm. So you should look into those every couple of months to kind of see where it's at. Good. And they're all broken down based off of the type of content as well. So just to be clear, it's content specific. I could post the right content at the wrong time mm -hmm. and get no response. Mm -hmm. Or I could post the right stuff at the right time mm -hmm. and get a far better response without having to put my credit card in and boost it. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, 100%. And the Love thing, it. the thing, that I know for a fact this mm -hmm. works is because you, for example, like your audience, you have some that are on in Canada, or you mm -hmm. have some that are in New York, so they're at different times, right? Yes. So Canada has multiple times. I know. In case you're no, I know. Yes, I just no yeah. editing on the top very yeah. show. <laughs> so if I were to post yes. something at five thirty in the morning, yes. let's say a Mindset Monday, yep. that's perfect for your New York audience because yes. they're up at that time. Correct. You know, so they're seeing the content. If not. If I post it later, like a Mindset Monday at nine o'clock in the morning, yep. they're getting that midway through their day. Correct. You Correct. Know? So that's why you get the most engagement during those times, because I know when your demographics are awake. So again, going back to why Sprout Social is so important, you mm -hmm. know, for us, where you know, literally, I posted something last night mm -hmm. at seven o'clock on Instagram, yeah, and then subsequently on all the different Facebook pages. Thank you. Um, I had people from Australia, New Zealand, from mm -hmm. all over Europe. Right, immediately, thank you so much, because for them it was early in the morning, yeah. right? Or not exactly, but close, right? It was, yeah. you know, it was later in the day for them. Mm -hmm. um, so super important, right? The scheduling tool to make sure you're touching the people at the right time. Yeah. Um, and then where do they go to find the specific posting times? Because we were talking about, there's nothing really out there. You can't say like, what's the optimal time to post on Facebook for real estate, Yeah. right? Because you definitely got finance, 
you've got global engagement, right? You've got all these consumer goods. Yeah. So, so what should they be looking for? Where did you find these, these graphs? So I found these actually through Sprout Social. So okay. Sprout Social has, um, every Monday, they have their own blog that comes out with like social media updates. Good. Um, there's also the Social Media Examiner is one of them, Social Media Today. There's a yep. ton of different ones that you yes. can look at. But for these ones, they just posted them for 2020 based off the different times for the different platforms. And kind of the consistency is posting on Wednesdays because they're starting to see that that hump is in the midweek. Yeah. And a lot of people will post on the weekends not knowing that not all, some people aren't on their phone on the weekends. They're doing activities with people. Bingo. Bingo. You know, so Wednesday is a good touch point because people are in the office. You have mm -hmm. to also think when you're doing certain things. So like... I wouldn't post something Monday at five o'clock at night because people are probably at dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So people after dinner will probably be on their phone. So you probably post something at seven PM. You just have to kind of gauge when you think people would be on their phones. Yes. Yes. So so you know, because of you, we went from posting a fair amount of content yeah. to now posting three times the content a day, um, every single day yeah. on every single platform. Yeah. So, someone's watching right now, going, "We know, Tom. <laughs> yeah, we, know. Know. <laughs> we see it." Um, could you could you shed some light on that, which is just you know increasing the amount of content on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And more, yeah. right? So why why are we doing that, and what should our watchers, our viewers, right now be mm -hmm. doing in terms of that same strategy? Well, I wouldn't up the content if it's going to be content that isn't valuable. Okay, <laughs> so your content should be valuable if you're posting three to five times a day. You want to make sure it's you're bringing value with those three to five posts, not just posting ridiculous amounts of content just to push it out there. Yeah, because. The more content you post, obviously, the more engagement you get, you know, the more likes, comments, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why we've been posting additional content because then let's say if we post one video and it gets 7,000 views, but then a couple hours later we post another one that also gets 6,000 views, mm -hmm. that will help with our analytics. Yes. Because we're seeing that, okay, they're posting this many times a day. Look at their engagement, how high it's going mm -hmm. now because of mm -hmm. the posts. And because it gets good engagement, what does each platform do? they prioritize it. They prioritize it, so it gets in front of more people. Yeah, right? because if you think about it now, Instagram used to post um, your posts by whenever you were posting at different times, your followers. Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of like a pick and choose. Mm -hmm. If you look on, it's not in order anymore, yeah. your timeline. Yeah. It's based off of what the prime time content is. Mm -hmm. And even Facebook reads that too, because you have to think Facebook owns Instagram. Yep. So, so the algorithms are going to be Pretty much similar. Yeah, 100%. Not 100%, but, but very It will, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that with the scheduling tools, there really is no excuse for, mm -hmm. uh, oh, I don't want to post at 5 in the morning. Well, yeah. schedule it for 5 in the morning. Exactly. And it'll go out. Yep, exactly. You know? So you can post content whenever these times are because there are tools where you can do it. Yes. And I know we're, you know, we've got a lot of ground to cover here, but I want to throw out a thought to you that uh, I've been sharing that, you know, Every one of us should have an optimal day, like an ideal schedule that we follow, mm -hmm. right? We get up early in the morning, we do our exercise, we go to the gym. And what I've done is I've associated with every one of those activities, mm -hmm. this is a time for them to post. Yeah. So you go to the gym and you walk out of the gym at 6.30 and yeah. say, you know, got my, you know, X reps in, yada, 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 hope you're having a great day. Mm -hmm. Then you get to the office and you do your morning routine, which is like going into the MLS and looking at what's happening and mm -hmm. then quickly grabbing your phone and saying, 
Did you know that right now we've got X number of homes on the market? We had Y cancellations yesterday. We had X number of expireds. We had mm -hmm. Z number of, and you share that kind of real time data. Yeah. So, so I really want you to think about guys that you're doing things every day that are meaningful to people, to your point earlier, yeah. don't just post to post. No. Right? You know, sometimes, I mean, like, we're not all celebrities, right? So we can't do like, van <laughs> we're not all celebrities. By the way, she was a little no. nervous about doing the show. Oh, I told her we'll just put that on her. Um, <laughs> You know, but I think being mindful of your day, right? It's no different from million dollar listing, right? Everyone yeah. watching right now, you're your own version. All right, mm -hmm. let's talk about speaking of Instagram stories. Um, okay. Why do they matter? What should they do? What are mistakes that people should avoid with Instagram stories? Okay, so what's nice about Instagram stories is that when you use these reporting tools, mm -hmm. the story counts as a post. Yes. So the engagement that you get on that story will then count towards your engagement mm -hmm. for the week, for the month, or whatever you're posting. Yeah. So Instagram stories are key because it's something that obviously won't live on your page for a lifetime. It'll be yep. only be up there for 24 yep. hours unless you put it in a highlight. Yeah. Okay. So what's nice about Instagram stories is that Let's say we post a Mindset Monday, and then I would share that Mindset Monday to the story. So if your post hasn't been seen in the feed by anyone, they'll still see it in the Instagram story because yep. it'll push everything aside of all their other followers and put you in the front because you just posted something. Yep. So then people will start clicking on that and it will lead back to the post. Yes. What people shouldn't be doing on Instagram stories is just posting like nonsense you know yes. well or, unless your brand is nonsense yeah exactly but no one watching this that's not your brand exactly but yeah. what's cool about instagram stories is that you can then create these highlights if you wanted to do, create a highlight that was listing mm -hmm. you know current listings i have property tours day in the life here yeah. i am helping somebody fix up their home here i am mm -hmm. giving advice on how to stage the property right yeah. you could literally have staging tips um listing tips mm -hmm. pricing tips like all the things that they do could become those individual buckets that mm -hmm. they put all their stories in. Exactly, and you have That's to That's very powerful, that's a great tip. You have to think too, if someone, let's say you wanna to go to a restaurant to eat, mm -hmm. you, like nowadays you would then look on their Yelp, you'd look on their Instagram, mm -hmm. and if they have highlights of main item menus, yes. you'd be like, oh cool, and start looking through that to see what they have, or if they have testimonial pieces on there, like you would start clicking through there to then see, oh, this is just added content I can look at. Yes. So on, for example, like on your Instagram, we have all of the shows highlighted. Mm -hmm. So if anyone were to go in the feed and they don't see a show that they are looking for, they can go in the highlight and they can find it and it has the links and everything to yep. it. They have day in the life because yep. people want to see behind the scenes. Yep. There's stuff for the blog, there's stuff for events. It's just anything that if someone were to say, who is this person? They could then click on there and they could see all of these highlights instead of yes. scrolling through. I would stress to all of you right now, this is super important. If you look at my Instagram or you look at others, I, I think that they should have every park, every restaurant, mm -hmm. every listing they've ever taken. All of those should be in those individual, what do we call them? Buckets? Highlights. Highlights, yeah. right? Before we wrap up this, this sort of two-part show, let's talk about um, closed captions on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> so this is super important, guys. Pay attention. So, mm -hmm. so first of all, just talk to, like, give them the little did you know. Okay, did you know that you don't have to put captions on your videos that you upload to YouTube? <gasps> but you see all these people trying to figure out what text to put on there. Yes, yes. Because 
YouTube has the functionality to add captions for you. Yes. But you just have to enable it on your settings side. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to spend time having Adding someone. Text <laughs> having or get another someone. app or Yeah. Yep. It'll just have it there for you, which is nice because a majority of people, I think it's like 85% of people nowadays mm -hmm. watch videos without the sound. Yes. Because yes. if you think about it, you're scrolling through, you're at work, you have some, you're somewhere in an environment where you can't play it loud, mm -hmm. so you're just watching the text. Yes. So it's nice to have this option on YouTube that you don't have to go through a 20-minute video and add all this text to it. Mm -hmm. It'll just do it for you. Yes. So just to be clear, um, this isn't something that the individual user has to tell their audience, hey, click this. No. They just have to hit that button on their own YouTube when they're recording the video or afterwards. Okay, so it's something that's in your settings on YouTube. So mm -hmm. you can already record the video, yes. post it, but then make sure in your settings that you have approved closed captions. Yes. Because the closed captions as a viewer, I would then go in the video mm -hmm. and in the bottom right hand corner would be like a little tool and it just says closed captions and then what language. Got it. And then you would just turn it on. Good. So all you have yeah. to do is just make sure that you're enabling it so everybody else gets to see it. Yeah, exactly. Outstanding. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Like, isn't it great we don't have to use one of these anymore? Oh my God, we actually have this thing locked in. <laughs> this is like one of my original flip video cameras where I would reach across, hit the button and go, hey, welcome to Life by Design. The world has changed 100%. in many better ways when it comes to social. All right, so uh, we've got... Five more things to talk about. The first one is uh, leveraging UGC, which is user-generated content. So please explain. Okay, so user-generated content would be content that, let's say one of your buyers has posted that they just bought a house and yes. you would be reposting it. Or yes. you'd be taking a picture of them and posting it on your own. Yes, so do I have to ask them for permission to post that on my page? I would. Yeah. Yeah, because some people are more private and wouldn't yes. want it. Yeah. But I would ask them for sure. Hey, yes. is it okay if I repost this? Or yes. is it okay if I take this picture of you and post it? Okay. Versus when someone tags you in something and you decide to share it, like what we do. Yeah. So what's up with that? Like, is that a good thing? I, I feel like people are sending me a lot of stuff and <laughs> I find these really cool pieces and I share them on my page and then I get lots of love for that. Yeah. Isn't that in essence also user-generated content? Yes. And then who sees that when I post that? Me, my base, or their base, everybody? How does it work? So it would be your base because mm -hmm. it's being posted on your profile, but yep. if they choose to reshare it on theirs, then it would also which, be theirs. Which 90% of yeah. the time, they do. They do. They're yeah. like, thank you for posting. Oh my gosh, I love this. Right? People love to see that. So what's great about this, guys, and I know we're, you know, we're making you know, somewhat light of a very important strategy mm -hmm. is if I'm sharing someone else's content, right, I'm acknowledging their work in front of my base. Even if it was them saying, we just bought our first home, yeah. or we just got a puppy, or we just had a new baby, and I helped them, you know, I helped them mm -hmm. get that house. By sharing that, they're gonna be excited. They're probably gonna reshare it, which means now 
all of their friends also know who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is basically influence marketing 101. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is that if you repost it, they think, oh, this is, they really believed this is awesome, like yeah. what I posted, or they right. care that I bought this home, right. or, you know? Right. So, and people love to see testimonial type pieces. 100%. That are organic. Yep, 100%. Yeah. So, user-generated content, any mistakes that they should avoid with this? I would make sure that it is a quality photo. Yeah, quality you don't want, piece. You don't want something that's like in the dark, in the back of the home. Yeah, like yes. You would want to- Here's the scary house that they bought. Yes, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, and then I would make sure that they're using like hashtags and stuff that other people could then find the content from. Love it, yeah. love it. Okay, so let's talk about number seven, which is pay to play. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about it. We had Jason Pantana talk about it. We talk about it at a lot of our events. Um, so help people understand why is this an important strategy? I mean, my goodness, these are my friends. Why do I have to pay to get my message in front of them? Yeah, well the thing is, is like if you were to pay to play on Facebook, mm -hmm. which would then correlate to Instagram, um, you're doing it on a business page. Mm -hmm. You're not doing it on your own personal Correct. page because you can't run ads on your personal no. page. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing is a lot of people don't have business pages. Yes. So these business pages would then have working hours on there, directions, mm -hmm. they have more insights on Reviews, them. there's yeah. so many more things that you can add on there. Exactly, so by paying to play, you're just pushing out content that yep. might have not been seen. Correct. I mean, so we have 200,000 followers, and if we're lucky, Facebook allows maybe 1% of the people that are actually following yeah. my page to like that, mm -hmm. right? Now, look, I'm not knocking Facebook. They are in the business to generate revenue. That's what they do, yeah. and Facebook is a very busy environment. If you have something that you want to be seen, if you have a message you want to be heard, it could be something that you're doing that just brings humanity back to the mm -hmm. business. It could just be something that you want to share because it's meaningful and it's passionate to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be a listing. I would even argue it probably shouldn't always be a listing. Yeah. Instead, it should be something that you want to do that expresses your brand in a beautiful way. I'd put some money behind that. Mm -hmm. I talked to a client recently who was able to solve a very complex real estate transaction. Without going into too much detail, he basically talked about it on a post and I was like, that's the kind of post where you basically came in, slayed the dragon, if you will, mm -hmm. solved this, this very complex problem, and it worked out for everybody. The agent, the buyer, the seller, everybody wanted the deal. Yeah. That's the kind of thing, in my opinion, you want to put some money behind, because that yeah. makes your brand, like it puts your brand on steroids. Yeah. So any other thoughts on pay to play or maybe mistakes to avoid? The other thing too is like you don't always have to have money behind your posts. Like Correct. you can always put money behind like a messenger bot. So yeah. speak about that. For, so for example, like a, a Facebook messenger bot, if you've ever gone onto a brand like Glossier or something like mm -hmm. that, when you go into their page, this messenger bot will then pop up and say, hey, do you need help? Yeah. Or what can I help you with today? Do you have questions on XYZ? Yep. That is something that is a pay to play strategy. Yes. So if someone were to click on your business, page, you can say, hey, are you looking to buy a home? Hey, what can I help you with today? Yep. And this is these are just automated messages that mm -hmm. you are then sending to these people if you're not online to see them. Yes. You know, it's kind of like your, your Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. that'll oh, always be. Oh, <laughs> you wish you had a Courtney. <laughs> that'll always be on there, like yeah. responding to people. Yes. So I want to be clear, like the, the bots have been around for several years and mm -hmm. a lot of people that are watching this are like, they're totally into it. And if you haven't, like, What's the, I mean, outside of like GTS, which is sort of my universal answer, mm -hmm. is there any place they can go to, outside of Google this stuff, mm -hmm. Google this stuff, mm -hmm. to find it? Facebook. It, just go to Facebook? Yeah, you can just go mm -hmm. to, if you type in 
when you go on Facebook, if you go to the help section, it'll have anything you need on Messenger yes. bots. It's right Perfect. there. Yeah. Perfect. Strongly recommend it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number eight is arguably my favorite one, which yeah. is remember this is social. So what did you mean by that? So I meant remember this is social media. So some yes. people will just post and leave it as that. Yes. But you need to also be social mm -hmm. on your platforms, mm -hmm. meaning you need to engage with your audience, let them know that you're there, that you see their comment, that yep. you like their comment, because you're, the more engagement you get, the higher your post will then yes. push yes. forward, you know? So if you're just okay, posting. But, okay, say that again. So the more you engage, mm -hmm. or in this case, if you don't engage, if you don't engage, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everybody goes, this doesn't matter, and they literally hide it. Yeah. But if you engage, and you respond to people mm -hmm. and you thumbs up, heart emoji, you know, yada, yeah. yada, and it gets shared, then what happens to it? Then it will prioritize your post. Yes. So your Instagram feed is ne it's not in chronological order anymore. Yes. It's based off of the engagement that's happening. Correct. So if I log on to my page and I see that your post is getting a lot of engagement, that's the one that's going to be higher up mm -hmm. in the hierarchy. Yes. So you need to engage with your audience. And also, it people love it. If yes. a brand responds back to you, you're like, wow, they actually took the time to read my comment. 100%. You know? 100%. So think about it, especially, you know, for everyone that's ever commented or, or you know, hey, Tom, this was meaningful, or they mm -hmm. shared it. Like, I am so mindful, right? Like, I always say to people, if I have time, yeah. like, with everything I'm doing, right, to stop and grab my phone after I post something and just say, okay, you know, uh, Camelia just said, hey, thanks so much, I really appreciate it. Like, that little extra effort, mm -hmm. it, I've had a lot of people say to me, if you make, if you post something and it's a worthwhile piece of content and then people go, oh my God, that's totally amazing. You know, oh my God, congratulations. Or, oh, hey, thank you so much. If you don't respond to them, it would be as if Courtney just said to me, oh my God, Tom, I hope you're having a great day. And I just looked at her and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's the same level of, dare I say, rudeness. Yeah. And I know it's a strong word, but again, it's social. Media. Yeah. yeah. And it's the, not television, no. just blast it and see what happens, <laughs> no. right? And the thing is, is you, I know you can't get to every post. You yes. can't get to every comment, yep. but at least prioritize it. How about at least heart each one of them, yeah, like each something. one of them, and then like I will find myself, I, I find myself after I post something or you post something and I know about it, then I'm like, okay, I have to immediately go on Mindset Monday, mm -hmm. Tom Ferry you know, show on Tuesday, Wednesday, the you know, the the podcast, then yeah. the blog, and then you know, Saturday, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it can be a little overwhelming, but I'm in the relationship management business. Yeah. I'm in the business of like helping people move forward. And I think you are too. I take think out. I know you are too. Mm -hmm. So if I got time, you got time. Doesn't matter when you do it, just make sure you do it. But if you put out something that's really meaningful, mm -hmm. you need to carve out a little extra time that morning or that afternoon when you post it to immediately start engaging with people because mm -hmm. that's going to really get it going in the SEO. Yeah. SEO is the wrong term. In the algorithm. Yeah, it's going to move exactly. it up in the ranks. Exactly. All right. Let's do the last two. Uh, yeah. You said always have a CTA. Yeah. So that will link perfect with yes. social. So, so we know CTA because that's a call to action. Yes. Right. So if you didn't know that CTA, call to action. But are you saying that we're always asking them to buy something? No. No, no, no. So what's a CTA? Like what, what's that call to action? Like give me an example. So an example would be like below if you agree. Yes. Tag give someone. Give me a high yeah. five if you. Yeah. yeah. Tag a friend that needs to see this. Yeah. So you're making them 
do an action yes. to then draw more engagement to your Correct. post. So a CTA could also be, like in the early days, I would just go on and ask questions. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Give me your comments below. Yeah. And, and surprise, surprise, a ton of people commented, which mm -hmm. always pushed my content up in the ranks. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying CTA, like ask them to buy, ask them to book no. employment, but we're asking them, what's your opinion on this? Mm -hmm. Right? How do you feel about this? Give me a thumbs up if you agree. Mm -hmm. and, and what impact, again, does that have on the algorithm? A because it's adding to your engagement. Mm -hmm. So like we said prior, if you have more engagement, then your post is getting prioritized. Yes. And what's nice about having a CTA is that you can then tell these people, hey, just like, you know, tag a friend if you agree. Yeah. And they can just tag a friend. Or if you're asking them a question, those are now comments and posts that we can use for future video topics. Yes. Or we can use for future you know, content Absolutely. because we can say, well, you know, what's interesting is a lot of people, five out of 10 people are asking about X, Y, Z. Maybe we should do a video on it. Bingo. You know, that's where we get content from. All the time. And you can be doing the same. It's, it's, you know, you've heard me say this before, go on, shoot a live video on Facebook and say, you know, what do you think is going to happen between now and the end of the year with real estate? Mm -hmm. Where do you think interest rates are going to go up or down, which is very timely with, mm -hmm. you know, as this video is being published. Yeah. And, and look, at the end of the day, what you're trying to get is a pulse of how the people in your tribe are feeling mm -hmm. about any one of these questions. And what it tells you is then I should probably either, you know, help them, you know, remove some fears, mm -hmm. give them the data, give them the facts so they can make good decisions. And that's really where valuable content's created, exactly. right? We're not just, you know, you're not just pulling it from thin air. You're asking, how can I help? How can I be of service? But you can't ask that question. You gotta say, what's on your mind? Yeah. Right? So that's what you mean yeah. by CTA. Yeah, and even by saying tag a friend, if you agree, you're like, if you look at the comments and you're saying, wow, a lot of people are tagging their friends, maybe this is something I should make a video about, or maybe Bingo. this is something I should talk about. Bingo. You know? All right, so speaking of, the very last one of the 10, Cardi, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, you were so welcome. nervous, and you, like, uh, the team is like dying like how, how good you are. By the way, she's six foot eight. I had to shrink this table down so I could know. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, 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 don't expose me. <laughs> No editing. All right. So the last one is, I have no idea. Hey, it was magic. All right. The last one is live video. So talk to us about live video. And again, I just cannot help but think, boy, where we started. So live video, why does it matter? What's important? And what is the impact of reach when I hit the live button on any one of these social platforms? Well, it's something you've been talking about for a while mm -hmm. is posting live mm -hmm. because it is that organic feeling type of content yep. and anything that is video will always get prioritized. Always. Yes. Yes. Because the views, if someone just were to scroll on something, you're getting a view already. Yep. So Facebook recently came out in 2020 with some updates saying that if you post something live, it's two times more likely to have engagement. Hello. Hello. And it, it proves, right, because mm -hmm. within the last couple of days, you've been going live so often, and you yep. can see that the views are just skyrocketing. Yeah, tremendous yeah. compared to just normal video. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So cannot emphasize enough, my friends, user-generated content as in posting things. It's kind of like what Gary Vaynerchuk used to talk about a million years ago, like mm -hmm. DJ everybody else's content, yeah. right, if you didn't know what else to say. But in this case, it's also recognizing the people that you know, like, and trust, that you respect by sharing their stuff, mm -hmm. right, with your base, and then in turn, they are gonna share it back with their base, even if it's intentional or not. Mm -hmm. Very powerful, pay to play. If you do something great, put some money behind it, tell more people about it. 
your point around remember it's social is just so important. Mm -hmm. Like this is this is a cocktail party online. You with me? Yeah. This is a this is a barbecue with your friends yeah. online, right? So what you want to do is engage with everybody. Don't be that mm -hmm. social knucklehead who sits in the corner and only talks to one person, right? Yeah. Like you want to be as social as possible. CTAs I love, right? And everyone thinks, especially in sales and marketing, oh my God, call to action, like asking for an order. No, it's asking for engagement. Yeah. What do you think about this? Asking mm -hmm. questions and then going live on video because 2x the engagement. Yeah, and also with going live on video, people like to see your authentic self. Yes. And when you're live on video, you're not putting all of these lights and cameras up you yes. know you're just yes. in your car driving being yourself yes. Yes. and people love to see that 100 percent. yeah you know that's really great coming out of your mouth because when i said hey we should do this show together how was your response just to be clear no <laughs> you're like no i was like don't worry we'll just put this in front of you the whole time so so courtney thank you so much for being you and just being so generous with uh, the insights that you're sharing with our audience today and obviously all the things you do for myself and the oh, company is super meaningful. So, all right, guys, uh, take lots of notes, share this with a friend or two, give 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 Courtney a follow, if you will. Oh, no. Right? There's her, a CTA uh, right yeah, there. Yeah, there's a CTA. <laughs> if you like this information, uh, a whole bunch of real estate agents and lenders and people mm -hmm. who follow the world are now going to be following you. So that's very cool. All right, guys, have a great day. Keep up the good work. Keep bringing humanity to the business and keep helping your clients move forward. See you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.